This is Barbara with Can A Girl Speaks Podcast. My voice, your voice. Good evening, everybody. This is Barbara with the Can A Girl Speaks Podcast, and I am always excited to be recording um, the Can A Girl Speaks Podcast. Thank you always for supporting the Can A Girl Speaks Podcast, either you watching it on YouTube or you listening on Anchor or Spotify or the Apple Podcast. Just thank you so much for supporting the Can A Girl Speaks Podcast. This evening, I'm so excited um, that I have um, a star in my presence, <laughs> and um, I was so excited that um, he had to t- took the time to be on the Can and Girl Speaks podcast. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce to you um, can I just say uh, Robert Johnson? Robert Johnson is fine. Robert Johnson. I mean, we go, oh, we yeah. go we back. Go, we go back. So we Bob back Johnson, Robert ways. Johnson, Robert Johnson. And so um, he's on because he wants to talk about, um, uh, I'm going to let him tell tell a little bit about himself before we get started. So why don't you tell the listening audience uh, about Bob Johnson? Wow. Um, and Bob Johnson, I love that because if, if anybody calls me Bob, they knew me when I was young yeah. because I couldn't pronounce Robert. Yeah. It came out as Robert. And um, when I got to be a police officer, you know, when I when I turned 20, I kind of felt bad about going up and going, hey, I'm Officer Bob, yeah. you know, and that's when I learned how to say Robert. Robert. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And um and uh, as you said, my name is Robert Johnson, and um, you know I was raised in Fairfield, just south mm-hmm. of here. And um, you know I, I spent my entire youth trying to get out of a small town, mm-hmm. like and most, then when like I grew up, do. I've spent my entire adult life trying to stay yeah. in a small town. And uh, met my wife, of course, Canada. We got married back in '88. Um, um, we got two kiddos that um, now have graduated A and M. They're adulting Once, now. They are adulting. <laughs> And um, I tell you, life has just been a blast. Um, when I retired up in the Dallas area and came back, and I still lived here, mm-hmm. I was driving back and forth. And I think you know that yes, very well because yes, you did I the do. exact same yes, thing. Yes. You know, we 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 wanted that money, but we wanted our Corsicana. Mm-hmm. You know, where Small we felt town. comfortable. Yes, Absolutely. Yes. Um, you know, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. And, and when I retired up there, and I was just going to do acting and producing full-time, I had warning shot lined up, and I gave him a 90-day notice, and, and lo and behold, 30 days of that 90-day notice, the course county police chief job came open, uh-huh. and my wife was saying, hey, no, you just got out. <laughs> just don't go back. Don't go back. And I'm like, no, I've always, uh, always, um, actually, I fantasize about being able to come back and finish my career at a place that even though I started in the city of College Station for two years, I never considered that. Yeah. You know, I was here back in the 80s for seven years. And to me, this is where it started at was Corsicana. So to be able to come back to a place that means a lot to me, mm. the department, a lot of the people I worked with is still there. The people around town now are grown up. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I have so much fun uh, doing that job and I love this city and anything I can do to, 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 you know, leave something behind a little bit better yeah. for Corsicana. Yes. I'm I'm going to do it because Corsicana has been very good to me. This is why I raised my kids. This is what we chose to make home. All my friends are here. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, that's that's about it. You yeah. know, I just 
Um, thank you for the opportunity to to come on today. We've we've done this show a couple yeah, of times. Yeah. I think this is the first time we did it yeah, with the other face, side yeah. of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and face to face. And yeah. I like this. Yeah. This is wonderful. So, Bob, I brought you on because you have um, some exciting news to um, for those that don't know. He's actually a producer, writer, and so he has a movie that just released on August the twenty sixth. Yes, we and just the movie had... is called Corsicana. So I'm going to let him tell a little bit about Corsicana and just um, how he got into what he's doing but it's exciting times for Corsicana because we actually have a movie uh, called Corsicana and it's about it's a west it's a western so, it's a western yeah so tell us a little bit about the movie you know I was um, you- I actually wrote this while I was on set of Redstone during back during COVID in 2020 um, I wrote uh, Night Night and uh, teamed up with my executive producer Amber McNutt mm-hmm. and you know me and Amber we go back years mm-hmm. and and she got into the business and uh, we collaborated and, and wrote Night Night and Nikki Cost came down and we filmed it in January. And right when we get get through wrapping, about a month later, COVID hit. Uh-huh. Well, I handled all the SAG paperwork, and and there was a guy that was going to shoot a movie called Redstone with Neil McDonough. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, Neil, you know, Yellowstone, Captain America. Yeah. I mean, he's just this classic actor. And um, it was called Redstone, and um, that was the first movie that, that got greenlit mm-hmm. during covid was our movie, Redstone. But while I was sitting on that set that day, I came up with an idea about a Western. And I wrote, while I was sitting on set during the break, I was at uh, Jeff and Joe, Ra- well, actually Jeff Robinson's ranch. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting out there at his barn, just kind of looking over the, the countryside. And I wrote about the first 20 pages in about 15 minutes, and I shot it over to Amber. Amber read it, next thing you know, I get this text, let's do it. And ne- next thing you know, a month and a half later, we were on set shooting Corsicana. And, um, you know, it was wonderful because I had a chance to work. You know, it, it, it's funny, all these people over the years since I've been, you know, doing that side of my life, mm-hmm. um, the people that I grew up watching and the people that, you know, my wife and my family watch on TV because I really don't watch TV yeah, <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, now I can pick up the phone and call them. They're my they're my friends, mm-hmm. and they're just like you and I. Yeah, you know, it's not what you what you think it is, yeah. and what it really is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just a bunch of fun people from all walks of life yeah. that are there just trying to create. And you'll be amazed the friends that you make when you're on set. I mean, lifelong friends, real friends. Yeah, not just people that you see now and then ten years later, yeah. but people you'd be surprised at the people that you see on TV that actually come to the house to stay, just mm-hmm. trying to get away, trying to get away. Yeah. Um, you know, and go out to eat with you, and you know, people are like, "Hey, is that so much?" So this, mm-hmm. hey, yeah. Why didn't you so tell they are, me? So they're approachable. So what? So <laughs> what about? How did you find out about Bass Reeves? I mean, the how Bass did you? Reeves, you know, I was um, actually I was probably eleven or twelve. My parents had me over at the Texas Ranger Hall of Fame uh-huh. uh, in Waco, Company F, and um, I remember meeting a ranger there, and he was telling me about. You know, the Lone Ranger, because, uh-huh, you know, at yeah. that age, yeah. it was the Lone Ranger. <laughs> and he told me who they thought the Lone Ranger is really modeled after. Uh-huh. And I was, you know, I, I gave him that look. I'm like, huh? What? Really? <laughs> so the Texas Ranger was modeled after a gentleman, Bass Reeves, an African-American who was, he was born into slavery. Uh-huh. His parents were slaves. He was born into slavery. He ends up escaping um, slavery, mm-hmm. um, you know, breaking bondage. He ended up staying uh, when he fled. He fled to the uh, Oklahoma Territory. Oklahoma was in the state mm-hmm. back then, mm-hmm. and that, that was back during the Civil War. Yeah. 
And um, he lived amongst the Indian tribes there. He learned the language. He learned how to track. He learned how to shoot everything. Next thing you know, the Emancipation Proclamation hits. He goes back to Fort Smith, Arkansas, marries, has a family. His reputation for being a tracker, being able to speak the languages, he had he he couldn't read, he couldn't write, but he had uh, almost a near photographic memory, <clears throat> and so he gets appointed as a federal United States deputy marshal, one of the first black deputy marshals. Wow! Um, this side of the Mississippi, and you know they didn't get paid. So how he got paid was by who he brought, who he brought in, in, and he worked just the Oklahoma. You know territory, uh -huh. so he bought in the worst of the worst, and it was just—it's just amazing when you start. Because I remember when the internet came out, and I was like, "Okay, why has I never heard of Bash Reeves?" Yeah. It, I didn't hear about him in school, didn't yeah. read about him in the mm -hmm. history books, didn't see him in any of the magazines. You know, you you saw the actor yeah. playing the Lone yeah. Ranger, but you never heard anything mm -hmm. about this man. And then you realize, okay, three thousand felony arrests in his career. Oh wow! Um, you know, he killed fourteen people in self defense, and he goes through a thirty three year uh, career without a scratch on him. He got his gun belt shot off once, um, but he goes through that career and we have not heard anything about him. And it just, you know, then I started just diving into learning about this man. And it's amazing that he's able to do it and the respect that he had of people yeah. back then. People knew on Bass Reed, don't, don't, don't mess with Bass. <laughs> you know, when he retired, when Oklahoma became a state, mm -hmm. they disbanded those uh, marshals that were working the territory, and he ended up in Muskogee, where he was stationed at at the time. Oh, Muskogee, Oklahoma. Uh, yes, yeah, ma'am. Uh -huh. And he uh, he worked the next couple of years as a police city police officer okay. in Muskogee, and he didn't have a single crime on his beat. Because wow. people knew the legend of Bass Reeves in, but over time, that legend didn't get told mm. until here just recently. And when we announced um, this one, uh, it's a historical fiction. It's yeah. not a biography. Yeah. But I worked in the real history of Bash Reeves. Everything yeah. you see in there with Bash Reeves is true. Okay, good. And then I mixed in the um, you know the fictionary mm -hmm. uh, characters in there, mm -hmm. the Donner Gang. Yeah. And then I I wanted to pay a little bit of homage to Corsicana. Yeah. I mean, come on. Um, you know, and that's one thing I do in all of our movies. And you know, so I will produce these movies uh, for a lot of these filmmakers, uh, big and small, for free as long as they use the name Corsicana. That's good. In the movie, good. and they leave that money with the small business owners, Corsicana. That's good. Because you're looking at hotel bills run about sixty grand, food about fifty to fifty five thousand. We we break that up, and we'll do it from this small business owner, this one, this one. So everybody kind of gets a piece of the pie. And because we'd much rather leave that money with someone that's trying to send their kids to yeah. cheer camp, band camp, but just pay the light bill yeah. and not some guy's fifth vacation home in Maui. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. So um, how many more? So you said you're going to write more because, um, Bob, I want to tell you about this lady. Her name is Annie Buchanan. Have you heard about her? I haven't. She was a fortune teller here in Corsicana, and she actually helped uh, community members. I mean, I've, she died... She was from Mahaya, but anyway, she lived here in Corsicana, but she would help the sheriff uh, with crime. She was African-American. She lived over on the hill. I've never, yes, I've never you need heard to look of her. her up. We got to talk. You, look, you need to look, up her, look her up, but she actually told Fortune. People would come from all over to get their fortune, tale, the fortune told, and she would also, um, people would come to her to, for she would show them where oil 
the oil wells were, or dirt, mm-hmm. the oil wells were, or as far as all that. But she's well known. I mean, she, I'm telling you, I have I got Annie Buchanan. Research on that. We got Annie talk, Buchanan. That sounds yes, interesting. yes. Well, you <laughs> have to remember, and that's why I like that you're telling, you know, the story about Mister about Mister Reeves. I mean, because we've never heard stories about, you know, and, and Barbara. You, and I said you're in law enforcement. You were, yeah, and congratulations uh-huh. on your recent retirement of a long illustrious career. <laughs> and I remember when you and I both first started uh-huh. in the business. Uh-huh. We were friends. Um, you know, it, it's amazing because he is such a le- I think now people are starting to realize that, you know, after we announced this film and um, uh, it was in Deadline magazine uh-huh. when we announced that film, within probably four weeks, three more Bass projects were announced. Oh, that's um, good. Taylor Sheridan is working in an 1883 okay, Bass storyline. Oh, but, you know, I said this one is special because, you know, for many reasons. Mm-hmm. Number one, I get to call it Corsicana. Yeah. Um, I think secondary, it, it's, it, you know, when I met Isaiah, you know, I, I grew up, you know, watching these people, like I said, and didn't grow up watching him. But, you mm-hmm. know, when he first got on television, mm-hmm. And uh, he was on Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I remember my wife and I would sit there and we would watch all the Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. you know, 62 episodes, you know, that he was in. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, boy, this, you know, he's a great actor. Yeah. And then I learned he was from Texas. And when he got a copy of the script and then we started communicating and we just started, you know, at that point, you know, he he reads that and he, then he has some ideas. Well, how about this? You know, how about this? And let's, let's add this. And, and then he just dove in. And by the time we got ready to shoot, he became Bash Reeves. Wow. And then he directed it for us. And, I mean, it was the most amazing thing. It's the hardest thing we've ever done. Yeah. Any type of Western, yeah. it's going to be hard. Yeah. You're out there in the heat, animals. You know, you're on a, a freaking 1,500-pound, you know, pissed-off horse mm-hmm. that is scaring the heck out of you. Yeah. And uh, but I tell you what, we had a good time. And the way that I wrote this, it leaves it open for part two, which I've okay. already outlined. Okay. You know, exciting. so I'm excited about it. But like I said, you know, we had our world premiere. Um, we had a function at Shulman's, and Shulman's is always yeah. good to us. That's and, our and local theater here. That's our local theater, mm-hmm. and it's uh, Shulman's Movie Bow Grill. Um, and if you ever get a chance to go, go. Complete remodel. Yeah. It's the most comfortable theater. It's nice. It really um, is Just nice. great folks that run it. Mm-hmm. And they're always so supportive in mm-hmm. independent film because it's yeah. hard to do independent yeah. films. Yeah. It's hard to get them out and to get them in the theater. Mm-hmm. Very few independent films make it to theaters, yeah. usually straight mm-hmm. to streaming services. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they they held a, an event for us for theater owners to come and, and a chance for me to say thank you to the key people that help, you know, let us use their land, yeah. work with this, whatever, but we're looking forward to the release here, which will be on September yeah, so tell, 6th. Yeah, s- September 6th. Uh, September 8th, 8th, excuse me. September 8th. So 8th, September 8th, uh, that's my birthday. So I was like, yes. that's going to be a good, t- good time to go and, and see the movie. <laughs> and um, so it, it'll be September 8th, be the release here at, at Shulman's. But right now, we're in several states. Um, you know, we're up to about 60 theaters. Well, right now, we're adding on every single day because word is getting out more and more and more. But, so uh, y'all make plans to go see it because I I plan on wanting I'm planning to go see I I think I want to go see it on my birthday so that well we you definitely know? want you to see it and <laughs> and you know we try to stay away from certain we didn't want to make the same thing as every other western mm-hmm. um, this has more of an art feel to it yeah um, you know when when I wrote this we tr- I, I tried to stay away from the tropes that yeah. we normally see. No one gets shot off a banister. There is no piano player in the saloon. There is no saloon. There is no town. There is no shootout on Main Mm -hmm, Street. You don't hit everything you aim at. We try to make it as realistic as possible. 
And one of the things I definitely want to stay away from is every Western is 10 shades of brown. Yeah. You know, everything <laughs> yeah. is dead. Everything is dusty. This shows what North Central Texas really looks like. And it's about the journey. You'll see vibrant greens, vibrant okay. yellows, blues, you know, in the nighttime. But it works in some just great characters, some people that you will absolutely hate <laughs> at the first of the movie. Well, I can't and, wait. I can't and, wait. Uh, you know, so we got, you know, Isaiah Washington, obviously. We yeah. got Stacy Dash. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Stacy's just a sweetheart. You yeah. know, I watched her. Yeah, she's been know, around forever. A long time. Mm-hmm. She has. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke Temple. Now, I remember the first time I saw him is with Denzel Washington. In uh-huh. a runaway train, um, uh, we got Noel G uh, from Fast and Furious. <clears throat> Excuse me, Major Dodge, Billy Blair, who was absolutely outstanding as Miller. Uh, Amber okay. uh, plays one of the main characters and absolutely rocks it. Um, I'm in it, um, and we just had just a, a great time making this film mm-hmm. and. And like I said, be able to work Corsicana in. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yes, they met our city, so we're excited. Well, Bob, I'm excited um, for them, for you and for, you know, all those involved. I know it's going to do very well, you know, and so nothing but the best for you. Thank you. So I want to say thank you for coming and talking about the movie and talking about what you do and what you're passionate about. But I always give my guests opportunity to give their shout outs uh, to anybody I'd like to get a shout out to. So why don't you go, go ahead and give a shout out? Oh, well, first of all, my wife is at home right now, Stacy. Um, <laughs> and she's a my trooper, daughter, boy. Bailey, she, she, she's is, a she put up with me yeah, you know, for the last 35 is, years. Yeah. Um, uh, Brandon, my son, I know he's going to be listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's he's in Frisco working, and and my daughter, uh, Bailey, who is getting married. Yeah, she's getting married. On, I can uh, believe it. <laughs> uh, September the 8th on your birthday. On my birthday, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, to Isaac Hargrave, because I know he's, yeah, he's listening to this. Yeah, Isaac, yeah. And I definitely definitely um, want to say hello and thank you to all of the citizens of Corsicana. You guys have made um, my whole life here just it's fun, yeah. you know, and and positive. Yeah. And, uh, and I so love, we're, we're probably about the same. We love our community. We, we, we love do. It. We love it. We love our community. You know, that's the thing. So. We can live anywhere mm-hmm. we want to, and we yeah. choose to, we live, choose to live, here. live here. That's right. Um, that's right. And I'll tell you, I've, I've had so much fun with it, and uh, thank you very much for having me. Okay, well, everybody, please go out and support the movie. It, he, like he said, it comes up, comes out on September the 8th, and you can go and see it here in Corsicana, because it's called Corsicana, at the Schumann's Theater um, um, out on Highway 287. So with that being said, I want to say thank you always for the, supporting the Cannon Girl Speaks podcast. Have a great evening. Have a good week, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. This is a Legacy Recording Studio production.